The Bible says that God created Eve to be Adam's helpmeet. But what does that mean? Could it have been more than just tending a garden? Is it possible that God wanted them to come together to meet the emotional and spiritual challenges they would face in what he purposed them to do? Today on the No Worries Podcast, Pash and I talk about dating when someone in the relationship is fighting to overcome mental challenges. So I'm just going to start. Hey, Pash, how's your love life? Non-existent. It's currently non-existent. Okay. All right. It's on the back burner, but I guess still an important topic. I, okay. Yeah. Because we're planning. We might do uh, an episode where we follow you on some dates or something. Would you mm. be open to that? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. But we talked about this in a previous episode about about the importance of loving and being loved and things of that matter from a, a church standpoint, having people in your corner and cheering you on. But it's nothing like having someone there in a romantic kind of perspective. Dating and being involved with someone is its own form of madness to me. And this is just me being a pastor of nearly 20 years and just constantly counseling people and trying to get them to see eye to eye and whatever. But it it takes you out of yourself just to begin with. But I guess the question is, when you have your own mental challenges, is dating different? What does he need to know for whatever reason my initial response was that i don't like mashed potatoes <laughs> i cannot look at them so that's a big so, so that's you know what that's i'm glad you said that because that's normal right there's certain foods i don't like so it's not so much he has to have this great insight yeah i feel i think it's hard because dating wise like i wouldn't start off a date with like Hey, how are you? I'm depressed. I like a different. I feel like line. yeah, like I feel like dating is it's different, and I feel like that's regardless if you're not depressed or dealing with anything else. Like you just there are certain parts of yourself that you don't necessarily feel safe sharing. And right. so this brings up two questions. When you said I'm depressed, you the present tense. Is depression a constant state, or is there days where it's not as depressed today? I feel like for me, it's been a constant struggle. Okay, for sure. So it's like always floating there but that doesn't stop you from smiling or enjoying something what things would you say i'm a little more sensitive to because i'm depressed or what would be those kind of things i feel like in my head i'm always convincing myself that this isn't real like that you don't really like me that you're judging everything that i'm saying so it's really those things i also sometimes worry that i'm older now but like <laughs> life family planning age ish okay, and so okay. that is the thing for some men then they're like I really want children mm-hmm. I am at a point in my life where because I've dealt with so much like I have a lot of trauma from stuff with my family and just feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and tired I don't know if I want children okay and that's different from me five years ago because i for sure wanted kids but right. now I'm just like I don't know that I have the energy like it, it just after dealing with so much like taking care of my mom and how emotional that was for me I don't know if I want children the other thing is if I do have children I worry about postpartum and I oh, worry about right. that being really bad and I think it's one thing to say oh I'm okay that you're dealing with depression or we can get through this but like when I have a newborn 
and I can't function at all. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what the road back to me being okay is going to look like. I don't know how long that's going to how long that's going to be. So, I think those are the concerns in my head. I feel like when I was in my like when I was probably from 15, 25, my concern was I didn't think people would love me. I didn't think anyone would want to be with me. I didn't think very much of my appearance. I didn't think I was as funny or smart or whatever. I didn't know anything about sports. So I just felt all of my concerns were very surface level. So was it keeping you more from shooting your shot? Sounds like you had this whole thing going on before you even put yourself out there or did you put yourself out there? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I don't mean like, overtly but every girl has her way of letting the guy know you didn't do that yeah like I flirt I flirted or whatever (laughs) I just could not believe like even if someone was in front of me he was like I really like you I want to spend time with you whatever it was very hard for me to believe that I just couldn't do it there just was so much going on with me in terms of Mm self-esteem self-worth like shame from Mm -hmm myself harm like different dynamics in my family like I just it was hard for me to believe that someone was really okay with me because I wasn't okay with me okay now I feel like at 29 my concern is not that someone could love me it's that loving me is hard it just feels like I'm hard to love and so now that's my concern because yeah like maybe you like me maybe you think I'm funny maybe you have a good time with me whatever okay but can you deal with me on the days when I can't get out of bed? Are you going to be upset when I haven't washed dishes in two weeks? Are you going to be okay when I don't want to talk to anyone or I start crying? So has that been an issue? Because it sounds like a lot of us, you're thinking about a lot of what ifs. Mm -hmm. I find that typically the what ifs usually don't happen for most people, but has there been a moment where you could say he wasn't ready for, for this side of me. You've been in that relationship? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, all right. And he, was it something like, I haven't heard from you or, because I'm curious, do people feel like you aren't that into them? Because some of the stuff sounds like you'd be at a distance and they'd be like, oh, she's not into it. I just feel like, I felt like I needed to know Like, me showing up, me being around, me spending time with you, me making time for you was never an issue. But before I do that, I need to know that you want to spend time with me. If I feel like the vibe has changed or like something, then I would pull back. Could you be, are you hypersensitive to the vibe change? Or you think you got a really good balance in terms of, okay, I'm being ghosted. All right. Because and this is is, I ask this because in regular relationships, I know typically young women, but men, too, didn't text me back for two hours. Nah, see how they acting. This is over. Are you sure it was? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to pull this story out, but I'm not going to get the story. out. I just feel like and I'm so the thing is. It really was not that I didn't care about him. I do think he cared about me on some level, but he just wasn't ready to do it at the level that I needed. And it was just one of those things where I was going to be like, he broke up with me, but obviously like when I think back on it, I'm like, if I had stayed with him, even though I pray for it to work, I try to do whatever. I didn't want to start any arguments. I didn't want to make him mad. Looking back at it now, it would be me being 
unhappy. So I think that's a big thing. And that was a lot. So I think all that was just was too much. Do you think it would be, and I don't know if you've experienced this, do you think it would be okay for someone with a mental illness to be involved with someone else with a mental illness? I think it just depends on the people and how you respond. And honestly, like, dating now, like, when I think about the type of person, like, I would want to date, a big thing for me is self-awareness. And I would love for someone that I potentially date to have also been in therapy. Because it it says a lot to me because I know how hard it is to be in therapy. Right. Like, sometimes you pull up some really ugly stuff and you just have to sit in it. But I want someone who's aware of their stuff on, the, on a very personal level because I could be with someone they could see my dynamics with my friends they could see when my mood changes but like my internal struggles like I just understand my trauma I understand certain triggers on such a a, such a deep level that it really takes me being like this is where I'm at this is where this thinking pattern is going this is how it's affecting me and being able to communicate that to someone that's important sounds but that's just really good relationship skills that's just really good to have been in therapy are there any is there anything else that's a good one so you would put on your tinder profile must have had therapy or something or i really value that in someone because to me it says you're willing to do the work for yourself and i feel like if you're willing to do the work for yourself then i can trust you i can feel like i can work with you and not be the one doing the work by myself for both of us or trying to overcompensate you know i don't want to be in that position again like i'm been through that with friendships, relationships, and family stuff, and jobs, where I've constantly been trying to overcompensate and put myself, blame myself, stress myself out Mm -hmm. because of other people's stuff. Like, it just projection. And I feel like if you can deal with your stuff, if you've taken the initiative and the the responsibility to do that for yourself, that's a big thing for me. Okay. So what about a man of faith? Do you think that is is your initial gut reaction? If a guy said, I'm a believer, I love the Lord, your initial reaction, <laughs> your initial reaction <laughs> to that is as far as being in a relationship. Do you when you hear that, do you think, oh, this it'd be good or no? I think on the surface levels, I'm mean, like, great. But so faith you. is no substitute it for is, therapy. No, it's not because I just feel like obviously that is important to me too. Like I really I value my relationship with God. I value my faith. It has been so important to me and it really drives a lot of how I interact with people what I do. So I want someone that understands that also so they can understand me. I just feel like it's one of those things people can say that but like we could both say that we believe in God that we're both Christians but we could view Mm, how to yeah. act as Christians very different ways. So you can say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, I go to church every Sunday. But if the way we perceive God, the way we move through our personal relationships with God doesn't necessarily match up, then that could potentially be a problem, even okay. though we believe in the same thing. We just view it differently. Okay. Does the mental wellness side come above the... The faith side? Yeah. No. 
He's the, the, the he's got to be hot inside. How does all this how does all this balance out? Yeah, oh. I feel like that's very important. I don't want a friend like I want <laughs> no. someone that I'm physically attracted to. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> there's a lot of levels of attraction. There's <laughs> levels to this thing. So he could be like deep emotional in therapy twice a week. Would that override? Okay, he but you know he's got two teeth or something. No. Not the two teeth. No, I'm the, just all being dramatic. But I guess um, I'm saying, I'm trying to figure out how important this is for you. Yeah. It's very important. I feel like it's more, it is more important in terms of appearance. Like right. I, obviously I want someone that I'm physically attracted to, but that's not the only component of attraction. Right. So I, earlier I heard you say you have an issue in receiving and believing that this is real. And so how do you balance that? Like he sends you a dozen roses. There's a part of you that's going whatever he's he sent out five of these when guys do stuff like that they're looking for a certain reaction right are you up front at the beginning you don't say hey i'm passionate i'm depressed but do you say i am unwell you, <laughs> how are you <laughs> but do you say hey i like the flowers i'm trying to figure out how do you let him know and not r run him away because if, if a guy gets that reaction he's gonna be like no, she's not into me no if you do something for me. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be happy about that. You fake it's it? just No, I won't fake it. I will genuinely be happy. That would mean a lot to me, but it's really it's just my internal yeah stuff right. that is just stopping me from That's why I say like right now I would be hard to love because okay. you could and by that I'm saying you could have the best intention. Mm -hmm. You could call me every day. You could come to church with me. You could mm -hmm. listen to uh, all the stuff I told my therapist. Like you can do those things for me. You can take me to the zoo to see giraffes, like right. all those things, like uh, constantly showing me through you understanding things that I like, that you appreciate me. You want to spend time with me, my cognitive distortions, my self-esteem, my like hatred toward myself, all those things are just my stuff. Mm -hmm. I just have to work through that stuff. He, You can't, I'm not asking you to overcompensate for my stuff. And so that's why I say it would be hard for me because that's not him, that would be me. Those same cognitive distortions, are they going to, let's say if it doesn't work out, do you? does your heart break any less because you've kept that kind of wall up? No, it just will confirm the worst so thoughts that I had deepens this and idea. I think that's really just I feel I'm not the only person that feels like that if you if you feel like you have to restrain yourself because you don't want to be too happy because it reminds you of a time when you're mm -hmm. really sad you don't trust anyone to love you like that if they break up with you if you break up in general it's not like you hate each other or anything it confirms a little bit mm -hmm. you I can't speak for everyone, but myself, I use that as evidence that I'm not worthy of love. Like, I'm not right. going to find anyone. I'm not going to. Uh, and it's not even that I'm not a good person. It's really just this isn't going to work out for me. Nothing is going to work out for me. Like, I'm never going to be able to ha be happy. I'm never going to be able to have a life without this stress. I'm never going to be able to be at a point where I don't have to do everything by myself or I don't feel alone. And it just is like this trail. It just runs through all my triggers. And that is just what's going on in in my brain. So have you, you acknowledge, hey, I might be tough to love and this, that. So you've thought this through. Have you removed yourself from the game? Like if somebody rolled up on you and the Whole Foods, you're like, nah, I'm uh, not even. 
my website is under construction. <laughs> I'm I just feel like especially now like dealing with grief from yeah. my mom, I'm not in the best place to to be dating. Uh, sounds like you're saying you're not in the best place to to give, but wouldn't it be nice to receive? Wouldn't it be nice for a dude to put his arms around you and say it's okay or you wouldn't even want that? Sure, but I don't know how to think about receiving without giving. Oh, why? Trauma. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my... A lot of my experience has been, I do something for you, you do something for me. A lot of love has been transactional for me. And and like I said, in other past romantic relationships, sometimes friendships, sometimes it felt like that at home sometimes. Is that what you want or you're acknowledging that it's not necessarily what It's not what I want, it's what I know. Okay. It's what I'm familiar with. And so Mm -hmm. really the biggest mental struggle for me is to not continue to keep myself hostage under because of what's familiar and let myself try something else. Okay. Uh, so it's really what feels safe for me. It's why I've, I chose to date or entertain men that were not the best to me because love has been transactional. That's how I can trace it. Cause I just feel like there have been times in my life where I've had to defend it or someone has pointed out to me everything they've done for me. Oh wow. And so to me, is we're going head to head. Like, you did this, but I did this. Yeah. And you did this, but I did this. And then you didn't do this, but I still did this. And so that has been my experience. And so it's very hard for me to understand someone doing something for me. I didn't do something. It doesn't feel right. It feels unfamiliar. So there's no innate feeling of, I deserve love just because I'm me. Absolutely not. I really, I don't feel that way. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm trying to figure, because again, I guess it goes back to that's what you've known. But so I ask you the question then, who taught you how to love? I always ask people this. When you say love, what do you mean? Love other people? Yeah. What should love look like? Because I don't hear from our last episode, I don't hear necessarily that transactional peace with your mother which is typically the person who teaches us how to love first so i'm wondering where you picked up the transaction i feel like there were transactional parts it's really not i've just and so this is really the thing that i'm working on now personally is allowing myself to have the space for two things to exist for Mm -hmm. me to love my mom for there to be parts of our relationship that also impacted me a little negatively I used to get so upset if she was mad if she was if she didn't want to be bothered I really had to learn to let her have that space like it's there's enough space for her to be upset about mm-hmm. whatever's going on and for me to not want to be yelled at our relationship was so much bigger than our mental illness it was just there were just so many different parts of it so there were transactional parts of it but what's interesting to me is you don't necessarily have that with yourself where I took care of me and I like me for it or do you no I don't think so I just have a lot of self-esteem stuff like I just don't think highly of myself I don't feel worthy unless I'm doing something for someone else I think that's ideal for anyone to know I'm content with myself before 
I enter into something with someone else. Because if you can get to that place of I'm content with myself, you don't need the transaction, right? You don't, you're not waiting for somebody to validate you, make you feel pretty, make you feel special. I'm good. I got all that on my own and I can give to you without the requirement of you filling the, my, my tank back up. So that's a good place for anybody to be. Yeah. I yeah. just feel like I have done a lot of things I didn't want to do in mm-hmm. relationships. I've watched movies I hated. I, <laughs> like I have done a lot of things I didn't want to do because of someone else. I was praying every night for, you know, this to work. Just please let me have this. Please, I don't oh, have wow. anything else. Please let right. me have this. Like right. I just want to be loved. I just want to be accepted. All these other things. Uh, I feel like I am just trying to forgive myself for entertaining men that were not really willing and showed me that multiple times. And I still was just like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We have enough love for both of us. I'm just trying to get through all of that before I do anything else. Look, I would be like, you know, I've been through this, but so many people are dealing with so much worse. Like, I really shouldn't be complaining. I should be grateful that I have this, this, and this. And I really could feel the pain, but couldn't acknowledge the hurt, like where it came from. And I couldn't even acknowledge that it came from people I loved. It has taken me a long time to be able to do that. And then to realize that like, I still love that person, forgive them, forgive myself, realize that I can make the choices that I want going forward to value myself, even when other people didn't. It's just, it's hard work, but I feel like that it really has to start with understanding why everything hurts so much acknowledging that and then being aware that because it came from someone that you love or someone you depended on or someone you know that you really wanted to be more not even someone that necessarily needed to be that to you but you just looked at that person and you wanted this thing from them like that can be hard and very traumatic and that can stay with you you know the body keeps the score like that can Mm. really stay in you and manifest itself in ways that you don't know and you don't know until you you right. make the time to acknowledge it to deal with it to forgive yourself for it and then to just move forward without guilt for your feelings and also being able to try and stand up for yourself in any place right. whether that's like no I can't work on Saturday right and not feeling like you have to give that person an explanation right or lie Right. Just be like, I can't, I don't want to work on Saturday. That's not what we agreed on. Right. And and you felt that in relationships compelled to give an explanation to explain, you know, or lie. Because I knew like if I, if I said, I don't want to watch this movie. Well, why? Yeah. Or I I don't really like this restaurant. I don't really want to go see your mom this weekend. Like, I just don't feel like doing it. Like, I don't want to be around anybody like well, why? Like, you know, I just mm-hmm. didn't want, I didn't know how to hold, to value myself and stand up for myself in that interaction. Right. So my response was, okay, we're retreating. Like, okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh, Abort. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah, just, yeah, we'll go see your yeah, Then we'll watch wanna, the movie. Yeah, then I'll yeah. eat mashed potatoes. Like, I, you and, know, like, I just. And like, you've had a totally unfulfilling day. And yeah, but it's like, you're okay. Someone. So because you're okay, then I'm okay, even though Ooh, I. Yeah. Did some did all these things I didn't want to do, but at least now you're okay. So I have the space to like calm myself down, and I moving forward want to be able to like articulate what I don't want, what I don't need. I want that to be respected. I still want to feel safe in the relationship, and I don't always want to have to calm myself down or self regulate. I want somebody that will co regulate with me too. Yeah, 
that I can do that for too. I was wondering because at one point I was like, okay, so she just she wants relationship on her grounds and her territory. No, you you. No, I would love for someone to come in and say, you need to stop doing that. You're doing too much. I would love for one to say, like, tell them no because yeah. we're going here. Right. Like you've been doing t- too much. You're just having a really bad day. Like let's go do this or whatever. I would love for someone to do that, but I recognize that there are parts of me that would actively stop someone from doing oh, that, I and I, I don't want to be in a relationship or pursue a relationship or any man that is willing to do that for me. Right. And I can't allow myself to receive that, even though I'm trying to reciprocate that because that doesn't make sense because that's not a relationship. I I see your process now because you want to get to that place before meeting someone who may potentially be a significant other father of your children, whatever you want to be content with yourself and connect with yourself prior and instead of trying to figure it out on the fly yeah. with somebody. Well, I just want to be okay. Like right now I'm not okay. And okay. I know that right. I'm, I, I know I'm not okay. Okay. Um, and so it's not even like thinking of myself as a burden, but as much as I've been through and as much as I've prayed for a relationship, if God sends me someone that is willing and ready to love me, I don't want myself to be the problem. I want to be okay with myself. I want to be okay letting someone love me. I don't want it to always have to be a fight. I have acknowledged a lot, but I'm still processing a lot. Not even saying like that he can't come in while I'm still doing that work at this moment right now today. That's not good for my mental health. He wants to do this, but I have homework and... So maybe I'll just do this. I'm still navigating how to be with someone else, entertain someone else, talk to someone else, but also still respect myself and my boundaries. Okay. God looked at Adam and said that it is not right that man should be alone. So God designed someone specifically for him, knowing all the challenges he would face. I think God wants that for all of us. We are not our best without someone to be ourselves with. That includes all of our unique quirks, issues, and conditions. So this is my prayer today. Heavenly Father, please lead us to that someone you created us for. Allow us to have the courage to be vulnerable with them and give them the patience to accept us as we are. And let them be the support we need to walk with us on our journey to becoming our best selves. If someone feels alone, please be their comfort reminding them that they don't have to be perfect to be perfectly loved by you. This has been a production of Awakened Media. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and leave a comment where you get your podcast. We have done our best on this episode, but we, with your support, promise to endeavor to become even better.